The E-Myth Revisited by Michael E. Gerber One sentence summary The E-Myth Revisited explains why 80% of small businesses fail and how to ensure yours isn't among those by building a company that's based on systems and not on the work of a single individual. My favorite quote from the author is If your business depends on you, you don't own a business, you have a job. And it's the worst job in the world because you're working for a lunatic. Michael E. Gerber Another shockingly old book. Originally published as The E-Myth in 1986, by the way, that's over 30 years ago, Michael Gerber revised and updated the book in 1995, which has long sold over a million copies. You might know the common statistic that 80% of new businesses or startups fail. And it's exactly this phenomenon that Gerber digs into. He explains how running a business and getting technical work done are two different things and shows you how you can set up a company that depends much more on systems than on people and can basically be handed over to anyone with the right instructions. Here are three lessons that will help you and your business survive adolescence. 1. Having great technical skills does not mean you know how to run a business. 2. Imagine your business as a nationwide franchise from day one, then build the first store. 3. The franchise approach makes sure you build a business based on systems, not people. Ready to debunk the e-myth? Let's do it. The e-myth revisited. Lesson 1. Having great technical skills does not mean you know how to run a business. This answers the question, if I'm a great writer or IT specialist, should I start my own company? Four out of five small businesses never make it past the five-year mark, which is quite a depressing statistics. Why is that? Gerber says it's because of the entrepreneurial myth. People think being great at a technical skill also makes you great at running a business. This is just wrong. Being a great baker, painter or writer does not make you good at running a business in that industry. These are two entirely different things. In fact, I just recently learned that being a good writer doesn't even make me a good freelancer. Once you start a business, you're not just the person doing the technical work. All of a sudden, you're also the CEO, CFO, CTO, CMO and a whole bunch of other things. You have to get customers, track and manage finances, create advertising material, answer customer requests, set a strategy, and, 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 and. If all you know is how to make great coffee, then your first cafe is very likely to fail. After all, you have no clue how to hire, outsource tasks, manage people, and grow a business. The E-Myth Revisited, Lesson 2. Think of your business as a national franchise, then Start with one store. This answers the question, how can I avoid my business failing if I don't know how to run one? The solution to that problem, according to Gerber, lies in systems. Ever since McDonald's, businesses have relied on franchising to make handing over the keys easy and comfortable. If you plan your business as a nationwide franchise from day one, you'll end up systematizing everything as soon as you get a handle on things which will then allow you to remove and replace yourself from that particular job and sustainably grow the business. So imagine you're just building your first franchise store. What's your unique value for the customers? Maybe it's serving the most delicious flavored lattes in town, which all come with free cookies. You as the business owner, of course, 
know how to make those. But in a franchise, you must ensure that all of your employees can make them just as well. Therefore, you should come up with incredibly detailed how-to manuals, which you can then use to train your first employee. Taking it a step further, you will eventually also have to write a manual on how to train employees, so potential franchise owners also know how to school their staff. Your franchise prototype, combined with a set of detailed manuals for everything, will make sure that every customer has the same experience and make your business results reliable and predictable. The E-Myth Revisited, Lesson 3. Build a system of systems so your business doesn't rely on people's skills. This answers the question, what does a successful application of Michael Gerber's system look like? If you continue to weave the idea of systems as a constant thread in your business, you'll end up with a system of systems, which seamlessly work together. That means you can then go and change individual parts of each system, as long as you consider the effects on the other systems. Three kinds of systems will make up your business. 1. Hard systems. These are inanimate objects like your coffee machine. 2. Soft systems. These are ideas and living things, like your free cookie policy or the work attitude of your employees. And 3. Information systems. These are the training materials and manuals and the data you collect, for example, how many customers order lattes versus cappuccinos. Buying a new coffee machine will of course affect the other parts. For example, your employees might not like it as much as the old one and therefore make worse lattes, so customers end up ordering more cappuccinos. Instead of doing all the work yourself, it now becomes your job to make sure the systems run smoothly together, which will also help you make sure your future franchisees are successful in running their own cafes. My personal takeaways from the e Revisited for 2017. As I was just reading through this again, it popped up for the first time in my head that this book, remember how old it is, it's over 30 years old, 1986, the original edition, this is one updated in 1995, this book is the original 4-hour work week, I think. Uh, because back then, when the internet didn't exist, or at, in, even in 95, not at scale, you didn't have the option to build a business as a single person, right? Where you would write a blog like this one, and, and like four minute books, and it makes money. That wasn't possible. So the only way, or the only business option you had as a single person to build something and then put, then sort of take yourself out of the equation, or turn that into passive income, if we want to uh, use the common lingo here, um, was to make a franchise. So you could open a cafe or a pizza restaurant, and then eventually, if it got big enough, got busy enough, you could say to your employee or to someone who, who uh, also wants to open a pizza restaurant, John, why don't you do the same thing I do? We'll make this a franchise. Here's a license. This is what we'll do. And then you have a chain and you get profits, a share of the profits from the other restaurant. Uh, so that's how you could get really big at that time. Very interesting. The original, the four-hour work week. I like that. Um, so, but I like how the summaries, how the lessons here build upon one another because the first lesson is you might be great at what you do, but that does not make you a great entrepreneur. That myth is perpetrated so hard these days, and it's very easy to fall for it. And even I, 
as I said in the summary, I have to I have to admit, I don't think I'm that great a freelancer. Like I could have made a lot more money freelancing, but a freelance business is also a business already. So when you're freelancing, for example, with writing, when I'm freelancing, I suddenly have to get clients, I have to manage those clients, I have to manage my finances and accounting. There comes a whole lot of tasks besides the writing. Um, and so this sort of systematized approach will sort of prevent you from going too far away from what you were originally doing because that's the thing you can do. Um, so initially you can focus on it and then teach it to other people. And basically this is the same thing blogs and websites of successful people now do. They teach, right? So the, the people selling courses uh, on writing or copywriting or whatever it is, these people... They're great at a technical skill like copywriting or social media campaigns. And then they make a website where they teach this to other people. And that's where it scales because online these courses can be sold at any time. And that's sort of the online version or the 2017 version of the email. Um, because they can sell the course when they're not there as long as it teaches other people. And then technically they could have something like affiliates which would be a franchise owner where these other people build audiences and then promote the course to them and so on. So this all translates to, to modern times, except that now you don't have to build something like Starbucks or McDonald's uh, to really get, get somewhere. You can do the same thing online and you can really start as one person. Um, the one thing, the one caveat I want to make here is think about if you really want that because not everything is meant to be built big. Not every blog needs to be huge. Not every productivity course needs to be sold to everyone. Um, and even if you stick with the old school model, not every cafe needs to be a franchise. So I, I love that they used in a cafe as an example in the book, because I actually think about opening a cafe one day. It's just one of those, you know, like crazy someday, if I don't have anything else to do to kind of dreams, but I would make it a very little, a very small cafe. And I would go with something completely different, which is limitation. I would say I only make this kind of coffee. It's great coffee. We only serve like three beverages. We sell some snacks. That's it. And when we're out of snacks, we're out. There's no more for the day. We close up shop. Something like that, right? So there's also beauty in staying small. Just something to keep in mind. Just something to remember. Um, but in general, very cool book. Uh, shows you backtrack sort of the the popular myth of or popular myth or popular model of uh, online blogging and website building and so on these days really cool um, check it out michael e gerber the e-myth revisited i hope you enjoyed and see you on the next summary